My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Welcome back, guys, to the Six Picker Podcast Rebels. Brittany here again. We have another super exciting uh, guest coming on the show today. We're going to have a great interview. The guest I'm bringing on, Jane Baylor, is an entrepreneur, brand marketer, number one Amazon author, podcaster, and consultant whose business, The Smart Connector, transforms expert business owners into expert brand marketers, helping them achieve the, the impact and profit that they deserve. Jane is also the host of the Smart Connector podcast. Welcome on, Jane. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your day. So excited to have you here. It's an absolute pleasure. How's it going? Yeah, it's great to be here, Brittany. I'm really excited to be doing this interview with you. And thank you so much for inviting me as a guest. Of course, of course. I'm really excited for today. What we're going to talk about is, you know, you, your podcast, your business, the wins, the challenges. So we'll have some great takeaways and some good conversation within that alone. Uh, But before we really jump in, do you mind just going ahead and showing us uh, or telling us a little bit about your, you know, your past, your history, your background? How did you get to where you are today? Because what you're doing is amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Brittany. So I had a 20 year career in media and entertainment in London. And I was working for big global advertising agencies and media companies working on big global brands like British Airways, Discovery Networks, ITV, um, lots of lots of big brands, some US brands like A&E Networks as well. Um, So that was really my background. And then I scaled and sold a brand identity business to a US communications group called Into Public that maybe some of your listeners will have heard of. It's quite a big business. Right. Um, So after that, I took a bit of time out. My children were really small. And and so I ran a children's education business. I've done a few different things. I have a real estate business as well. But really, my first love is marketing. And I'm very passionate about the topic of connection as well. So when I decided to launch my podcast and my um, coaching and consulting services, it made sense to me that obviously I went back to my roots, my heritage. Um, I wanted to help my clients to become better marketers themselves, to get really good at messaging. And of course, the thing about messaging is that it all starts with ourselves. It all starts with our clarity of purpose um, communications, all of those things. I'm just passionate about that topic, really, where where it begins, right. what the interpersonal um, communications are and how to improve them. And then, of course, taking your message out to the wider world, which is as marketers, that is what we we do, right? Absolutely. You have so many things under your belt, you know, uh, and it's absolutely incredible. So I really wanted to make sure we shared that with the people listening. So I think what you're doing is amazing. And uh, the fact that you've done so many different things, and now you're really just, 
you know, move in with what you're passionate about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I I, I mean, connection, communication, uh, marketing, uh, value, bringing value to the world, making an impact in the world. Um, I just think it's uh, it's just one of the best things that anybody can do, really. I, I agree with you there, Jane, for sure. Now, I, I want to kind of touch on, you know, I know earlier you were mentioning how you love interviewing people. And, you know, can we talk about that a bit? Why do you love interviewing people? And, and how does your style and confidence um, evolve? Yeah, so I'm I'm very very curious about people. I I guess I've always been a natural networker. Um, I just think people are fascinating, and I'm very very curious about about the world, about what what makes people tick, about their motivation, about why they do what they do. So for me, interviewing people and actually having an interview show was a really natural choice. Um, I was very, very nervous in the beginning, as anybody is when they first start their podcast. And when I look back, I think my episodes were probably a lot more stilted and a lot more uncertain than they are now. But I think practice makes perfect. I relax into it. People say I'm a very good interviewer. Um, and that's fantastic. I, I take some pride in that because it, it is a skill for sure. And it does take practice. Of so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course. And yeah, I think you sound great on like on the mic. You are a natural. <laughs> so it's great, uh, especially, you know, um, because you're passionate about it. I think that makes a huge difference, too. Right. So. Oh, definitely. I don't think you can. It would just be torture, I think, to if somebody said you've got to do a podcast about cricket, I would be like, oh, you know, I just. I, I don't I won't know what to say. Yes, I could I could learn the rules of the game. I could interview cricketers, um, but my heart wouldn't be in it. And I right. think that's when you can tell the difference, really. You you've got to bring that passion, I think, to a podcast. It's got to be something you really care about. And yeah, once you have that passion there, you stand out and you know it just it just runs smoothly and it's enjoyable. And I completely agree with you there, Jane. Again, now um I wanted to also talk about, you know, you know, where you're going next in terms of building your own authority. Yeah, yeah. So that's a really, a really good point, because in the beginning, I wanted to get really interesting guests for the podcast. And that was my goal. And I wanted okay. them to have a good story around <clears throat> connection. So right. I interviewed a lot of people who were um, they had a good, good, um, interesting story to tell in terms okay. of maybe being, uh, you know, an author, a speaker, uh, a marketer, you know, but particularly with um, some expertise in certain social media platforms. So, you know, YouTube or or podcast experts or whatever. So that was like one strand. And then the other strand was really people with scale up stories and I've interviewed just some amazing people um, who have some incredible stories. So I really, really uh, love that as well. But the whole purpose of doing that was partly authority by association, because I don't think I was really ready at that time to go out there in the spotlight and just um, just talk about what I did. I think I needed to build that confidence up. 
And right. although I have, yeah, I have done some solo episodes, but I think now um, I built that authority by association. It's been absolutely fantastic. Um, I know that it has really helped to build my business. And also, I've had an absolutely fantastic time along the way. I've learned so much about so many interesting things. So when people ask me about things like blockchain, cryptocurrency, all of these things that I would not necessarily know about in my day-to-day work, I now know about them, NFTs, I mean, all sorts of things. So right. that's been, yeah, yeah. So so that has been fantastic. But now I think that I am ready to take my podcasting to the next level. And I think that will mean doing more solo episodes as well. Just to get some more messages out and, you know, more, um, add more value kind of thing. And yeah. you know what, it's incredible with the podcasting, how many connections you can make and how much you learn from every different interview and every, you know, it's incredible. It, it really is. And I, that's one of the things that I love about it. And I think also as a podcast listener, I mean, I love listening to podcasts. I always, when I jump in the car, the first thing I do is I, I just select a podcast episode to listen to. So I'm really an audio person. I love audio books, but now I just am crazy about podcasts and I just think it's the most amazing medium. And I think most people that that do podcasts also love podcasts and they also listen to them and I just think it's a really unique medium and very intimate as well audio isn't it absolutely and I I think like you know with the people you're bringing on for interviews I know you mentioned some of the people that you will bring on how do you go about getting that traffic for interviews do you do like a post a post like be a guest find a guest kind of thing or find a guest be a guest or do you, you know, have referrals or do you reach out to them or do they reach like, how does that process work for you? So I'm actually inundated with uh, people who want to guest on my show. And I find yeah, my, my podcast is in the top two and a half percent globally because I've been very Incredible. consistent. Yeah, yeah. So I have been very, very consistent about producing episodes and I've been doing it for a couple of years now. So because of that people do reach out reach out to me often and that's been fantastic because I found that I probably about 40 percent of my listeners are U.S. based and so I like to interview um, quite a lot of U.S. guests as well as U.K. guests so um, that way I can I can reflect the um, the the uh, viewers and the listeners of the podcast in terms of those sort of cultural emphasis and so on. Um, but apart from that, I do um, hunt down guests who I think are particularly interesting. So right. p- people that um, sometimes I I look at people who produced um, a new book um, or I look at people that, that have a particular interest in my area. So connection um, yeah. And, and also I like to kind of curate different topics. So, so I have a kind of, it's like a picnic basket really with a lot of different, different tools and strategies and tactics for early stage entrepreneurs to pick up because those are really, they're in my audience, early stage entrepreneurs, consultants, early coaches, uh, experts, and so on. Amazing. Amazing. So 
talking about where you are at with your business today, you know, what are some of the biggest wins? Yeah. Besides, um, I know we touched on a lot of them, but um, do you want to get into any more wins that maybe possibly um, had recently or? Yeah. So I launched my ideal client success program last year and um, I'd launched the smart connected group off the back of the smart connect podcast obviously there's a smart connector book so once I launched my um, ideal client success program what I found is that I'd already built a profile and I'd already built a following and the podcast was the thing that really kick-started that so I had around 4,000 people on my Facebook group and out of that and out of the um, people that the subscribers to the podcast and so on, then I found that I attracted people into my ideal client success program, which was uh, obviously fantastic. Um, Absolutely. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. And then recently I'm, I've launched a um, done with you and a done for you funnel product, which is a kind of higher tier offer. And that is for people who are entrepreneurs who are more advanced in their journey. So they will, you know, already have a, sometimes they might have, um, you know, multiple streams of income. They might have two or three businesses running uh, concurrently, or they might be sales leads in bigger businesses, but there'll be people with budget who they don't want to learn. They want to have a, a solution that is end to end. So, um, so actually, I, we were just chatting early, earlier on, and I was saying that one of my podcast guests, I've just come back today from a meeting in London with him, and he wants that product. So um, podcasting, so exciting. Yeah. So podcasting is a very effective um, client generator. But I think you do have to stick at it. You have to be consistent and you have to combine it with other social media and ideally a list in order to you know drive interest so it's it's a bit of a long game but it does work absolutely and I think like you mentioning consistency consistency is such key right really right and um so I think what you're doing is great and it's so exciting that you have enough you know you just had that meeting and there's someone else looking to join and um super exciting because you just like started that program right so yeah 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 and and actually he was somebody I reached out to him because I found his book really interesting Um, and so that was how we started the conversation so he wasn't somebody that approached me Um, I actually approached him uh, which I probably do with around 20% of my guests and as I said the rest of them they're people who reach out to me and then I right. just pick, pick the most interesting ones and the ones that I feel align with the topic of the podcast best right yeah it's so important to make sure you get a clear idea of who it is that you need to you want to bring on and who your 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 dream guest is right so absolutely resonate with you there my friend and you know how do you go about monetizing your podcast and everything like that or do you monetize yeah, so I mean, I don't, I haven't been down the route of, of sponsorship or anything like that. Um, I guess really just because I've been, I've been busy. So in a way, it's more that I haven't really, really sort of uh, thought about that. I think that's a bit of a different business model in a way. I think if you wanted to create a podcast and you wanted to get sponsorship, I know people. Um, 
who was I talking to? Uh, there was a, oh yes, that, that's right. I was listening to a podcast of this lady called, I think her name is Katie Piper, but she's a kind of UK influencer. And she was saying, um, I wasn't going to, I refused to launch my podcast until I had a sponsor for it. I just refused. And it was like, oh, she's she's got quite a, you know, broadcaster a TV presence over here. So she is an influencer. But for her, it was, no, I am not going to invest my own money. I'm going to get a sponsor from day one. And she did. So I think um, you can obviously do that. And I think getting a sponsor is, um, oh, well, I mean, that's uh, obviously doable. And then, of course, apart from that, you can sell, you know, books, courses, anything really off the back of a podcast. Um, but I haven't pushed it up until now. Uh, when I when my podcast goes into the next iteration, and that is I'm doing a lot more solo episodes, then I'm going to be obviously a lot more focused on my own IP and content. And that is really the reason why I want to do a lot more of that, because I want people to really know, OK, what what is it that you offer rather than just be being an interesting person who interviews other interesting people. Right, right. Make that unique and stuff, right? Yeah. I like it. I like your ideas and I think you're, they're amazing and it's working out so well for you. So that's so exciting. And, you know, um, my next question will be like, basically, I guess your, what your client acquisition looks like. I know we touched on it a bit, but do you mind just going a little deeper about that? I always find it um, interesting to see what my guests are doing with their client acquisition and yeah, absolutely. So I'm very active on LinkedIn because um, yeah. I operate in a B to in a B two B environment. It's a B two B service that I offer. Um, so, I mean, although some of my clients they do have B two C offers, a lot of them are, as I said, they're consultants or they're service providers that are active in the B two B space. So that's really my kind of uh, biggest. Um, uh, you know, form of lead generation. I'm very consistent on there as well, because I'm just a very consistent person. And I think, uh, you know, persistence and cons consistency pays off. Um, so I have a little, very I have important. somebody that, yeah, helps me with a bit of uh, um, sort of activity at the back end, a little bit of messaging, but I think it's very important to kind of do both really a bit of messaging and some good quality content definitely is you know it goes a long way but you can't just do one without the other that's that's my no. you need you need to drive leads but you also need to produce something that is worth them going to so I try well, and do both add value right yeah yeah um, and apart from that I'm building my own version of my new funnel which is called chosen first and that is a proven funnel that's been very effective in the B2C space and I've adapted it for B2B and that is the thing that the client that I was speaking to today was so excited about. Um, so um, I'm doing my own version of that and um, and I mean in terms of the ads I've done ads I've run ads in the past I've done webinars I've done all of that stuff um, but right at the moment I'm I'm not doing the webinars and the ads because I'm just focusing on this particular funnel and right. uh, the LinkedIn uh, lead generation that accompanies it. So uh, that's so course, exciting. Yeah. yeah thank can you. you. Talk, can you can you touch on the 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 funnel you're using a little bit deeper? I'm interested. 
Yeah, yeah. Hear more so about the, it. Yeah, so the funnel is it's called chosen first. That's that's what I call it, and yeah, it is basically um, a three part video series uh, with a with a webinar at the end and a report going into it. And behind that, I've got what I call the messaging waterfall system. And the messaging waterfall system is something that I evolved myself. So that is um, basically a very, very systemized uh, way of expressing your offer, uh, which is designed to, um, when I say bypass the curiosity filter, what I mean is that the whole point of this uh, funnel, which is delivered uh, sequentially over a period of days is to progressively elevate intrigue and desire to keep people coming back so they don't click away. They're just like, right. I want more. I need more. This is really interesting. This is really different. Um, right. And that they, they go all the way through to the end. And then what happens is if you just drive leads right you know, from any kind of a campaign to something that is just a single piece of content, like a webinar, or even just like literally driving leads to a call. Um, yeah. What what tends to happen is the conversion rate is very low compared to putting a funnel product like this in the middle, which means that people that drop out the end, uh, the conversion rates they can go sky high. They can go, you know, yeah. 80, 85, 90% compared to wow. 10, 15%. That's what without. I was just gonna say. That is huge. Well, this is incredibly yeah. exciting. Yeah. I really and when am is excited. that and that when is that final like launching exactly? Yeah, so I've I've launched it. So I've launched it already to my audience. I've got a lot of interest, obviously, because it is done with you and done for you, then my capacity to deliver on that is limited. It's not just me. I have a couple of partners on that as well. Um, but it is an end to end um, client attraction campaign, if you like. That's what it is. Right. So um, so people are very, very excited by it, I have to say. But you know, it's it's obviously a lot more expensive than my program because the program is really just teaching people and helping people to become better marketers and do it for themselves. Um, but you know, when when you combine that with the the done for you element, uh, which is obviously you know, there's a technical build, there's a design aspect, there's obviously videos, there's a webinar, uh, there's a lot of stuff that has to be done. So. I can't do um, a lot of those, but the re the reception has been incredibly warm. People are really, really, really excited about it because they all have the same problem. And this is a problem that has increased since uh, lockdown hit, which is right. that um, their audience are online. Everybody's browsing. What that means is, yes, that there's a great opportunity. It's very easy to... Um, you know, find people who might be your ideal clients. But the problem is they're talking to everybody else all the time. And, yeah, so and it's a struggle for it, everyone. It is. It really is. And um, so, you know, the old ways of doing business like networking and referrals, they just don't work like they did in the past. And, um, you know, obviously uh, paid ads do work. Um, everybody knows that, but paid ads are expensive. Mm -hmm. And so, um, 
you know, there are ways that you can offset the cost of paid ads, but actually this funnel is designed for B2B and it's designed to run alongside a relatively low key um, LinkedIn um, campaign, lead generation campaign without the need for paying paid, uh, paid ads. Paid ads. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is super exciting. Super Thank exciting. Yeah, 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 of course. Now, um, what would you say with the podcast, how has it affected your business? Um, I know we talked like earlier, we've touched on a little bit of everything, but if we could go like deeper into this a bit more, how has the podcast um, affected the business so far? And like that will, that's about to change as well. Right. So tell me about that. Well, I think having a podcast just makes you stand out as somebody who has invested seriously in their business and in their presence and their profile. It just people regard you completely differently. Mm -hmm. Um, It's an elevator and a separator for sure. Um, So I have I can't even say that I have no regrets. I mean, it sounds like why would you have any regrets? It, it, it is a commitment. It definitely is. It, it costs time and for me money because I have a, an editor and he does my social media. He puts all the all the episodes out. So, you know, right. for me, I have uh, invested my money as well as time to do this. Um, right. But what I do know is that um, people really respect me for it and they recognize me when I say to my clients you know look you could have gone with anybody why did you go with me they say two things first of all they say well Jane you know no uh, there's a lot of people out there who claim to be marketers brand marketers or whatever but you know they've just been doing it for a couple of years you've been doing it for 20 years you've actually got a proper track record of entrepreneurship uh, successful entrepreneurship having scaled and sold a multi-million business so that's what they care about and the other thing they stand out yeah and the other thing they care about is they say you know you you are a really really good marketer you know you've got your podcast you know you do your you know fantastic social media and I want some of that too I would like to to do that kind of stuff so it's like great okay well you know come into my program we'll talk about everything to do with uh, you know, social media, uh, online marketing, uh, you know, we'll, we, we're not really a podcasting program, but you know, some of my clients come into the program and they want to launch a podcast. So obviously I share my ex- experience and my journey and, and, you know, help them kind of come up with some ideas and a place to start. And yeah, so all of those, all of those things, because all of the above, yeah, yeah all of those things. That's incredible. Yeah. Honestly, and I think that the fact that you do have so much experience, you know, you're very consistent. People get to know you. People are listening in. People, you know, it's almost like building a relationship even when they're not even um, being interviewed. Say they're just listening. Like you're still building that, you know, rapport with them and stuff like that. So I like that a lot about um, what you do. So Thank you. I I think one of the other things that I really love about podcasting is that, um, you know, you can make a difference to, um, you know, less um, 
uh, undeveloped uh, countries, you know, they're, they're, as long as people have access to the internet, then po- they can download podcasts and, and, and a right. sort of, you know, without having to pay thousands and thousands to go into online, uh, you know, programs or, or, or actually pay for, you know, relatively expensive coaches or consultants, um, you know, like me. So I love the fact that when I look at my podcast stats, that there are, you know, I have listeners in India, Ghana, uh, you know, all sorts of different places around the world. The world. Yeah. And, and that's just so powerful. You know, the, the fact yeah, that like, look, yeah. without a podcast, like, I, I mean, talking to you and other guests, like so many have mentioned, you know, this podcast has moved my business internationally or connected me with people from all over the world. And I honestly think like without a podcast, that wouldn't happen that often. Right. (laughs) So it's incredible. Yeah. Why, why would it? And, um, you know, obviously I've got some friends who are podcasters as well. And, uh, one of my, uh, you know, colleagues, he's, he's got a very successful podcast. Um, and he's built an entire business in the US. He's an Australian that moved to the UK, but he, okay. you know, he's really uh, always been very keen on the US market. He now spends most of his time in the US. He's built a phenomenally successful US-based business just from his podcast that he launched here in the UK. And as I said, he's an Australian, but it's just, he's interviewed a lot of kind of, you know, really kind of quite high profile US guests. So people don't know that he's not in the US, that he actually lives in a little village in the middle of England. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's really, really, really fantastic. So the 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 opportunities are mind blowing. I really do think that, you know, podcasting is the most powerful medium today. It gives 100%. you a, voice, a platform and a means of getting your message and your personality out there and really kind of shining and giving value. And that's the thing that I love, just making a difference. That's the biggest, making a difference. And, you know, um, I think that every entrepreneur out there should be getting a podcast. And, you know, so many people are scared or, you know, they have a little bit of a fear, right? But, you know, you got to just do it. Just jump, take that leap of faith and do it. And, um, you don't know what kind of connections you're going to make. It opens up so many doors and opportunities. And that's the biggest thing I think about podcasts, like, honestly. Yeah. And I, and I think also you've got to be prepared to be, you know, not very good in the beginning. And it really doesn't matter because no one's going to be listening when you first launch your podcast. Um, you're only going to have a few listeners and you're going to be thinking, right. oh, you know, why, why am I doing this? Nobody is actually listening in. But the other really good thing about it is that when you have uh, created quite a lot of episodes and you see that your stats increasing and, um, you know, people start browsing your back catalogue, that is when those episodes, you know, they, they really um, gain traction. So, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if, if you're not perfect. It doesn't no. matter if the sound is a little bit rubbish because you're just practicing. You can always just get roll rid with of the those. punches. Roll with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. 100% right. Now, what would you say some of the biggest challenges, the struggles have been with, um, with your podcast um, as you got it up and running? Or even let's talk about the challenges still today. 
because mm. I know that, you know, there's always going to be those ups and downs, but um, yeah. Do you have any challenges that you still face today with the podcast that maybe some of our listeners can relate to? Yeah. Well, you know, my podcast, uh, this is my podcast set, right? This is at the top of my house. Um, so it can feel in some, in some respects, it can feel a little bit lonely. And sometimes when I do my, uh, my videos, I could do my, all my videos from here as well, but sometimes I will actually invest in a videographer and a studio. When I did my, my online course, that's what I did because I just thought, you know, I, it just gets it just gets a little bit lonely at times obviously right. when you I love actually speaking to the guests but sometimes I'm like oh I've got to do another stare at the screen again and talk into a microphone and it's not the same as being with real people so no it's not yeah and sometimes I think you know I would really love to have a podcast like Stephen Bartlett, you know, the diary yeah. of a CEO and actually go into a studio and interview people, you know, across One the on table. One. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would love to do that. But of course, there's a there's a cost involved in that. It's quite significant. Um, so, you know, you can you can do the podcasting, you can get your message out, you can have a fantastic conversation with someone. And you can do it really on a shoestring. I mean, I've got a decent microphone here, but, you know, you you can get microphones very, very cheaply, the equipment. And once you learn how to kind of upload it and so on, so it doesn't cost very much. But um, sometimes I kind of think, you know, I would really just love to be face to face with someone and actually feel that kind of that buzz of having them across a table and going into London and being in a really nice studio and right, you know, right. have a crew and be kind of pampered with tea and biscuits. And uh, yeah, I so, hear you. Yes. It can yeah. be lonely at times. Absolutely. And I would, you know, it would be nice just to like, you know, have someone come in and really get to face to face kind of thing. Right. In, in person, yeah. actually run the podcast or run the episode, do this live show. Um, I think it makes it, I definitely can see like the connection being much better and stuff in related to being in person opposed to across a, you know, a video, but (laughs) I definitely can see where you're coming from. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that in a way it's a progression because, um, this may be a future iteration for me so I mean I've got I'm talking to people at the moment who they are one guy I I had a conversation with him he said you know I'd love to launch uh, a podcast myself he's a very very successful tech entrepreneur um, and he's got a very very interesting product that he's launching and we had a conversation about he said well you know maybe you could host it for me maybe you know, and he would want to, <clears throat> he would definitely want to, I think, do a studio based show. So I might end up doing that. Who knows? I think I you really should. Know. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd, like I'd like to. Yeah, I think I think that um, maybe I'll put that on my wish list. I'll, I'll manifest it. <laughs> Absolutely. Manifestation, my friend. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Now, based on where you are today, if you wanted to double your profit and revenue in the next year, what would you, you know, what would you change or what would some of the new challenges um, be? Do you mean possibly? If, yeah. Do you mean if I wanted to double my profit and revenue or anybody? 
for me. If you wanted to with your, based on you and your business and your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm always looking to grow. So I'm, I'm, I'm an ambitious person. I love growth. I love personal growth and professional growth. And so I'm, I'm a bit of an empire builder, you know, by nature. So, um, you know, really for me, it is to do with um, automating, uh, systemizing, bringing in processes, more processes, um, and really doing that to the highest level, because the more you automate, systemize and build in processes, um, the more scalable your product becomes and the more time you get to be able to invest in actually building your profile. So I think for me, what I really want to do and what I am focusing on, actually, like seriously focusing on at the moment is um, are those three things, um, systemization, automation and process so that I can actually uh, get out there more, um, build my YouTube channel, do more podcasting, because that's the thing that I really love doing, uh, you know, get the message out there um, to the world. So, you know, my, that is where my, my, my heart really is. Obviously, I love working with my clients, but um, it's very, very important, I think, to get the front end right and get the uh, lead generation um happening very consistently get that pipeline going um because right. that is that gives you a sort of engine of freedom in a way to to go and invest in um you know this kind of stuff which is fantastic i like it a lot that's compelling and i think you're you know you're not alone on that i think a lot of people are in the same boat like you know um wanting the same things and um that's you know always to get to the, to the next level there's always those new challenges and stuff so yeah um, interesting yeah and I yeah. uh, definitely know that a lot of people previously interviewed with that question kind of had the same answer as well so very relatable mm -hmm. yeah I mean I think it does uh require you know you it's unrealistic to think that um you know, every stage of business is going to pay for the next stage of business. Sometimes right. it does, but a lot of the time we have to invest, um, you know, from our own resources or from the profits of the business um, so that the business on paper does not look particularly profitable. If an investor came in and they would say, well, where, where are the profits here? Um, then you would say, well, you know, actually I'm building, I'm building, I'm building. So, you know, right. Um, I do reinvest, um, you know, quite a lot of the profits that I make into assets and into, you know, support and, but I recognize that I am building, you know, I'm just building to the next level. So I'm ready to take that kind of big leap. And right, so right. at the moment, that's where I am. And when my clients come to me and they say, um, you know, I'd love to do this, but I don't really, I don't really, um, I need to do, I need to make the money before I invest the money. Then, um, you know, I will usually uh, say to them, look, I mean, obviously some people, they, they don't have the money and that's absolutely fine. Um, but a lot of the time they are being too cautious. They do have the money, but they, they are telling they're themselves. Yeah, they're, they're scared. 
And I think, um, you know, really that is a, it, it is a trap sometimes because um, the people who really do make it that I've seen, they are people that they're realistic. They know that they have to invest and they do take the plunge and they do do it, even if it's a little bit painful. Obviously, it shouldn't be kind of, you know, it shouldn't be the difference between investing and being out on the street or, you know, being able to feed your family or anything like that. But um, but I think that there is a, a line, really, that, um, you know, you, you have to back yourself, I think, if you're an expert of any kind and if you're selling your services it's important to do that I agree with you Jane like you know you have it's important you have to invest in yourself and in your business in order for it to grow and you know that's sometimes the only way honestly and um it's going to add value to what you're doing and help you and you're just going to grow and get to the next level by doing so so um but yeah I, I agree like the fact like there's a little bit of fear behind the unknown whether you know investing in something is going to work out you know so that fear of the unknown I think holds a lot of people back from taking that leap of faith right so it does yeah yeah but it has been absolutely such a pleasure to have you on today, Jane. Now, um, I wanted to make sure before we jump off, if anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way? So I'm on LinkedIn more or less every day, um, very active on LinkedIn. That's a really good place to find me. Um, or you can go to my website, www.janebaylor.com. Um, or, you know, just um, reach out to me on Facebook. I'm also on Facebook, Facebook Messenger, or email me at jane at janebaylor.com. So lots of different ways. Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you so much again. I appreciate you sharing your valuable insight with everyone listening. I know that people can relate to what you're saying. So that's so important. Um, and I hope to get you back on in the future as well to hear about, you know, how that new funnel went and everything like that. That's really exciting. So well, thank you so much, Brittany. It has been an absolute pleasure uh, to talk with you and uh, really exciting to join you on the show. And thank you very much to anybody that's listening in too. Amazing, amazing. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur looking to come on just like Jane Baylor did today for an interview, please go to podcastrebels.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Thank you so much, Jane. And thanks everyone listening. Catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition 
without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.